podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Doug Cross, a.k.a. Duggity Dog, and you're listening to the Raspy Voice Kids. This is Brandon Phoenix, a.k.a. I Also Hate Shit, joined by... Jeremy Phoenix. Let's get it popping, son. We got Jordan Dean in the building, a.k.a. Jordan Ty Curry. We got it going today for pop culture. Pop culture. Pop, 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 pop. And today we're doing video games. JMV, what you got for us? I mean, I got what everybody's talking about. The PS5 drop. The live feed coming from PlayStation. We've waited so many years. I say we very lightly because I ain't waited for nothing. <laughs> Ever since NCAA stopped, y'all know my feelings. I done said it before. I done showed y'all before. I done told y'all before. I ain't playing nothing until NCAA football comes back. But that being said, a new console dropping, a couple new consoles dropping by the end of the year. Every six or seven years, this happens. This is less, you know, this happens less often than the, the, than the World Cup. So here we go. And tomorrow, on June 11th, PS5 is going to finally debut. What are they going to show? What are they going to say? What are they going to talk about with the new console? What's the new platforms? What's the graphics going to be like? How much is it going to cost? It's all dropping tomorrow. People are pumped. People are talking about it. And for me... <gasps> You know what? I am excited. I was gonna say I'm not excited, but I am. I don't. I, like I said, I told you this, Brandon um, and, and Jordan before. You know, I only play college football, but new consoles dropping, and I'm proud of myself because when the last console dropped, I boycotted because there was no NCAA, and I never bought it. Here worldwide, I never bought it because I was against it. Now I'm over that, and uh, I'm ready for what's new. So the PS5 uh, like debut, what's going on with it? What's it called, uh, Jordan? The the E five conference or something like that? E three conference. Something like that's going on tomorrow, where they're actually going to drop um, all the new stuff that's coming out. And the truth be told, I- I'm kind of pumped. I'm kind of excited. Maybe it's because COVID. Maybe because we've had nothing to do but uh, but watch. You know different protests going on or or COVID going on or no sports going on. But for whatever reason, I'm excited for it and I'm ready for it. Um, how do you feel? Who are you asking me or Brandon? I threw it up in the air. Whoever oh, wants shit. to spike it. Look, all, all I can do is set. All right. What, what you got for us, Jordan? Are you so, excited? I'm, I mean, I'm obviously excited for anything PlayStation related. So, But uh, my, my childhood was surrounded by PlayStation, uh, the PlayStation 1 and 2. When I would visit my grandparents, I would play that. My dad bought us a PlayStation 3 a uh, couple years after whoa, we moved into our new house. Whoa, 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 Your grandma and grandpa bought PlayStation 1 and 2 for themselves. For my uncle. How my old? Uncle, my <laughs> uncle was living in their house at the time. We were all pretty young when the PlayStation 2 came out. 
Okay, okay, I got you. I just had to make sure of that. Go ahead. For sure, I understand. Um, but I mean, I look, look, ain't, nobody, ain't, ain't nobody gonna hate on old gamers. If they if they was gaming at the age, hey, hey, mad props. But I'm, I'm not saying. hating on them. I, I find them really wholesome. Like, there's a uh, a grandmother on YouTube who who plays Skyrim on the daily, and she's super wholesome. It's really it's really fun to watch. Anyway. The uh, anything PlayStation related, I'm really excited about Xbox. I wasn't really into when I was younger. I bought a 360 when I had money to spend when I was like 14 and I played a couple of games on it. But other than that, I mean, I didn't really have any sort of nostalgic connection to it with PlayStation. There are so many games available uh, that are exclusive to PlayStation that are not exclusive to Xbox are. And in my opinion, they're a lot better and it's shown to be proven throughout i mean these this these past two decades it's been ridiculous how uh how many good ips have come out of uh sony's uh studios what's an ip uh it, okay you asked me too quick hey, hey, to hey look jordan hey, jordan 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 you gotta break it down for us we're i mean we we're gamers but me and brandon mostly were sports gamers m Tudor got into the halos the 007s yeah i'm going back golden eyes he got into that kind of stuff but me and Brandon, are, we're, we're, uh, we're more sports gamers, so man, you got to break it down for us. So intellectual property is what IP stands for. I should uh, address that first. So it's it's an original. Uh, let me just look up for the uninitiated. Almost every group in the game industry with a public face from businessmen to creatives to journalists to fans uses IP or intellectual property to refute to refer to game franchises or just individual games. So so like Sonic it, it, or Mario. It, it, Sure. Or, yeah. Or IP, like for RIP. IP. <laughs> no, the new Mario game is actually pretty good. Anyway, uh, so PlayStation, I've always been more, I've, I've always been leaning towards more so than uh, Nintendo or um, Xbox. Well, recently, though, Nintendo has kind of caught my attention with uh, the new Legend of Zelda and the new Mario games that I played the crap out of. Um, but for me personally, right now, what I have to be playing on now is PC because loser, but we'll get back to never no, no, ending. No, no, whatever. Loser, loser. We will get back to that. Okay, Jordan, I'm sorry to cut you off. We'll get back to that. Jeremy, I mean, you have a, you have a, you have a computer capable of playing all these games and yet you refuse to do it or you don't know that you can do it because I'm not a loser. Okay. Thank you for okay. making my point. Um, <laughs> because I don't play NCAA. Let's, let's go back in time though. Look, I'm talking about everybody who's ever played game consoles. I I thought about this when we were talking about this. I want to talk about our favorite games. So, so Jordan, are you old enough that you played Nintendo? Which no. Nintendo, Jeremy? You have to, you know, stop talking like your mother and tell me what kind of <laughs> console that it was. <laughs> I don't know why you're laughing, Brady. Because he's talking about our mother. Yeah. yeah, but he's not the one talking like her. <laughs> No, but but no, I'm talking about original Nintendo, the original Nintendo, the NES, the Nintendo Entertainment System. Yes. Thank you. Do you have any games that you remember from that, or are you? Too I young for that? never owned a con- one of those consoles. I had. Um, I, I played, you know, the original Mario, and I played a couple of things on that. Nothing crazy. I did. I've played a Sega Genesis on a, a Sega Genesis and a Sega Dreamcast and a Sega Super Nintendo Dreamcast. System. Dreamcast. Yeah, that was a throwback. <laughs> but um, the one that I remember the most is the Super Nintendo system. I played a ton of Super Mario World. 
Um, okay, even though okay, I never okay. beat it. Oh, no, no, hold on, hold on. We'll go to NES here in a second. Brandon, you have any games for the original Nintendo, which were your games that you played, that and you love? Sure, Super Tecmo Bowl or Tecmo Super Bowl, however you say it. Tecmo Super Bowl, amen. Tyson's Punch-Out. Mike Tyson's Punch-Out. Those two games immediately are the top two for me. You are lying if you say you've never played Duck Hunt. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I about Duck Hunt. <laughs> Duck Hunt. Uh, Excite Bike. You ever played that? I played a little bit of Excite Bike, and I played, Ball, um, yeah. Marble Madness? Nope. Okay. Okay. Those were some of the great games, I'm sure. You and, 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 you know, Mountaineer Nation and, and, uh, you know, American Nation can tell us about plenty of other games. But let's be real. Tyson's Punch Out was probably the most dope. A Super Tiger Bowl, absolutely up there. Double Dragon, Ninja Gaiden. Talk to me. I know you hear me. Those are good games. We'll move on to the NES. NES. All right, no, George. Jeremy, Give us, Jeremy. Okay. All those games are for NES that you were just talking about. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, all right. I'm talking about Super uh, Nintendo. The okay? SNES. Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry. Which Give me the nerve version of it. I thought NES. you guys are trying to play yourselves <laughs> off as young. <laughs> Give me the nerd version of the real name, oh okay? Super NES. Thank you, Jordan. That's I'm why you're on. Because <laughs> I know what a game console is called. Yeah, well, pretty much. Okay. Okay. So the SNES definitely had a lot more. I mean, obviously it had a lot more games because it was a newer thing and video games started um, catching along. But uh, Super Mario uh, World was definitely the one that I played the most. It was definitely one of the most uh, popular games. You also had Yoshi's World and... Um, more titles that I can't think of because I've been thinking about Sony so much recently. Uh, but you had uh, the Legend of Zelda's and your. Um, anyway, not a console that I was raised on. Obviously, I was raised on the. Nin- nin- wow, the Nintendo 64. I yeah, played. So Brandon, so Brandon, hold up, Brandon. Do you have any? Do you have anything? Uh, any thoughts about the NES? Because I only have one. SNES. NES. I'm sorry. Super Nintendo. Sorry. Do you have any? Yeah. Do you have any? Uh... Um, for SNES Goldeneye. Oh wait, no, sorry. That's, that's Nintendo sixty four. Sixty four. The Never only mind. game, the only game I really remember for SNES Super Nintendo is Chavez because Foggin loved Chavez. You remember that boxing, boxing game? game? Chavez. Yeah. Chavez. Yeah. It's a good boxing game. <laughs> That like oh, seven people will know what that is. I know, I know. Hey, I'm just shouting it out. If you know what Chavez is, man, it's a good game. All right, so on to the N64, the PlayStation. Now we're in that era. Go ahead, Jordan. What do you, I mean, I, we could talk all day about the, the N64, but let's go. Let's go. Let's get into it. Yeah, absolutely. No, the Super Mario 64, that was, I mean, that was the flagship title of that uh, generation, and it was amazing. I still go back and play uh, some uh, ROMs of that, like some virtual gaming consoles on my PC. I'll play those games. I played that. I played um, Ocarina of Time. I played uh, there, there are a few Star Wars games that I played. What's up? I said nerd. Whatever. <laughs> you guys <laughs> are the ones bringing this up. <laughs> we need a button that just says nerd alert. <laughs> anyway, but the Nintendo 64 is a lot of fun. The only gripe I have about it is the controller, which made no sense on how you should actually u- use it properly. Yeah. It is true. That that's a good point. But Brandon, uh, your, the original PlayStation had Ape Escape, 
and which was the one that I played the most. And it had um, Crash shoot. Bandicoot. Crash Bandicoot. Thank you. Crash, That's exactly Crash what Crash Bandicoot is the only demo. Remember they used to have the little disc with demos? Yeah. Like yeah. 50 games. It was just the demos. I forgot about wow, that until you just said it. Crash Bandicoot. I have not said that name in at least 20 years. <laughs> the well, funny he's thing, back around if you want to get the new, uh, the new remasters. Yeah, no, thank you. Okay. Um, Him and Spyro. The funny thing about the the funny thing about N sixty four is I remember three games and there's three games that should go down in the Hall of Fame. Star Fox, don't get it twisted. Help me, Flippy. <laughs> you yes, had Falco. Yeah. Oh, I guess I should be thankful. Which he had a bad attitude. I always let him get killed. <laughs> and uh, Slippy, uh, was it like Happy or like H word? Pe- Pe- oh, Peppy, that's right. And Pe- you're just like your father, Fox. Yep. Remember that? Peppy hair. So good. Hey, shout out to Dave Pierce, man, our cousin. He used to love coming down to play Star Fox. Star Fox, the other one, obviously, was Mario Kart. You can't get it twisted. Probably one of the greatest games on any consoles anywhere ever. Absolutely. Mario Kart on N64, when dudes picked up the controller, there were four people who could play. It went down. Real talk. We play football in Athens. Go back to my homeboy Blaze's house. Mad people in the building, and 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 what is it? Uh, uh, uh romp or be romped. First two stay in. Bottom two go out. Next two in. It was real talk. Real competitiveism. I don't even know that's the word, but real that's what it is. <laughs> it's definitely not a word. <laughs> it was dope. It's a word now, son. RBK. Oh, um, and <laughs> that was dope. And the and the last one was I said let's see Star Fox, uh, Mario Kart. Oh, and and the greatest and the greatest in the first first person shooter of all time, Goldeneye. 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 Goldeneye I got into that son. man. The proximity mines, man. Throw them up on the wall. Wait till they walk by. Like that was legit and real. Yeah, that game was dope. Those are definitely some of the flagships, and I, I completely forgot about Star Fox 64. No, that was another one that I would go back and play all the time. Like, oh, I, I so cannot good. get enough of that game. It? Smash, so good. Smash Bros. So good. On oh, and Smash Bros. Yeah, yeah. I never played Smash Bros. on the 64. Yeah. All right, so so here we go. We're, we're fast-forwarding, because, you know, we all know about Xbox One and, and, and PlayStation 3 and, you know, the great games that come along with it and all kinds of stuff. The reason why we're talking about this is because a new drop is coming. The new wave of consoles are coming this year. PlayStation 5, Xbox, what do they call it, X? I, shoot, I, give me one second. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, 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 it is, it is. Xbox X. Uh, maybe it's Generation X, maybe it's just X, but who cares? I'm not a nerd, so you guys get what I'm talking about. Um, I never. They're, com- <laughs> they're coming this year. They're coming this year, Jordan. What is the most exciting for you? Actually, you know what? You're a PC player. Why Why are you more of a PC player than than either one of those, Xbox or PlayStation? Uh, to answer that question, um, the, the reason why, especially like most recently, like within the past two years, is because I I finished playing the games that I had on my PlayStation. I played Horizon Zero Dawn. I, play, I didn't play um, a couple of the newer ones, but I played that. I played Uncharted. I played... Never played Crash Bandicoot or Spyro, <laughs> but everything that I wanted to play, I got out of the way, um, and just I, I sold it and just continued to play on my PC. But I mean, with the new console coming out, 
I might invest money into it if I see a few IPs that I want uh, that are coming out that I might be interested in. But for the most part, I'm just sticking with my computer, dude. Computers are gotcha. never ending. If I never need to upgrade or if I ever need to fix a part, I can just order the part and replace it very easily with a PlayStation. I have to get a whole new system. And if I want any upgrades, I have to wait another six to ten years for a new console to come out. Does yeah, it limit you? Make points. You make strong points for the PC, to be honest. The other thing is you. they're faster, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they're faster and you can do much more with them. I mean, I can game on this, but I can also get a lot of work done, which I do for this show and a bunch of other stuff that I do. So it, it's really the only thing that I need right now. Yeah, it makes sense to me. Yeah, I feel, hey, I'll be honest. I have a prejudice against uh, PC. Call me you have a feel. prejudice against everyone. You're calling me a nerd because I know what video games are called and you don't. I don't have a prejudice against everyone. I have a prejudice <laughs> against, against computers and laptops playing video games and your nerdy self. <laughs> I don't know if you've seen the episode of The Simpsons where Homer goes to college, but he's making fun of every nerd that he sees and everyone is like, why is he doing this? Because he's very old fashioned. I'm getting that vibe from you right now, Jeremy. Yeah. Okay. Well, all I'm saying is I feel like I'm PlayStation in my heart and soul. I switched over to Xbox because all my friends were playing it. Sure. Now, you told me that there's some differences in platforms between Xbox. Like, you told me, I, I had no clue that Halo is only made for Xbox, yep. which is kind of dope. You also told me that you can play online cross-platform, which I didn't know. With Did some games, know? yeah. You can play cross-platform, whether you have Xbox or PlayStation, or online. PC. Or Nintendo. I'm sorry, or PC. Um, <laughs> online, <laughs> where everybody can just play. I didn't know that because yeah. in my dynasty modes, and I because I only play sports games, we can never do that. So I'm mad jealous of it. Real talk. I would like to uh, point out that I am not 100 percent on. I, I don't know exactly if uh, all the sports games are cross-platform right now. I believe that they are, but. I mean, anyone who is listening to this, feel free to correct me because I I could look at it right now, but eh, who cares? I'm just here to talk. We're just here. We're just here talking right no, now. No, no. So, 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 so to wrap it up, here's the truth. And I'm I'm sorry for leaving P, uh, uh, PC out with the PlayStation Five coming out and the Xbox X coming out. Which one are you more excited? Which more one are you more apt to get, Jordan? So the the it's Xbox definitely. The Xbox definitely has uh, more for more to it in uh, regards to system build. Like they have a lot more going for it in graphic wise and storage wise. However, what's the point of having a really good console if you don't have any good games to play on it? So PlayStation all the way, baby. That's what yeah, it is. Usually I'm a PlayStation. Bias, biases. I, I'm biased towards PlayStation. I've always just been a PlayStation person just by name. Because of what I was used to, you know, with having the first PlayStation or PlayStation 2. Sure. But uh, Xbox does seem like it's got a lot of power. But like you said, if you don't have the games, then what difference does it make? Exactly. So that's my hot take on it, Jeremy. Mm. Sorry, I got hungry. I had to eat a couple, you know, a couple bites of my food. <laughs> I think that's enough. We added it. You guys tell us what you think about this, uh, about the wars between the different consoles Exactly. What do you prefer? What games do you remember? What do you think about this conversation? Leave us an anchor voice message and you can be on the show. We'll talk to you guys soon. Get at your boys. Rat me, boys!
Big shout to Shrinkables. Shrinkables. Supporting the RVK partnership since day one. Welcome to the next segment of the Aspie Voice Kids. You are joining Jeremy Phoenix and Brandon Phoenix. I also hate Pitt and Jay Fiend. We are in the building today. We're talking about the West Virginia Mountaineers. Jeremy, this 2021 class is picking up steam. There are now 11 commits, ranked 28th nationally by certain outlets. What do you think about the recruiting class so far? Every single time I see Coach Neil Brown, a.k.a. the next Nick Saban, I was going to say Dabo Sweeney, but no, we'll stick with Nick Saban. Um, I'm all about it. Let's go. Recruit after recruit. They talk about you can't recruit West Virginia. He said, look, y'all ain't said nothing. Get re- recruit after recruit from West Virginia. Um, this dude, this dude is just, is just is doing his thing. Not just him, the entire coaching staff. So it's big time. We'll see if that actually plays out. You hear a lot of stuff that gets you hype. It makes you feel good. It makes you feel like, let's go. And then, you know, the, you know, months later, it's like, oh, it wasn't as good as you thought. But the truth be told is I've watched YouTube on these kids. These dudes look good. These dudes look really good. The coaching staff is excited. The new recruits we're getting is exciting, which we're going to talk about here in a second. So, man, I'm all about it. I'm all about that flavor. I'm all about that drive. Let's go. Neil Brown, Coach Brown, take us higher, climb the mountain, trust the climb, all that good stuff. We got Caden Prather, a four-star from Germantown, Maryland, which is big because Maryland has been picking up the recruiting as of late. At least it seems like it with their coach, Mike Loxley, from he from Maryland, but coached at Alabama for a while with Nick Saban. Um, so getting Caden Prather was a big deal for us out of that Germantown, like I mentioned, 6'3 kid, big kid, highly, highly touted, um, and picked us over the likes of Penn State, which it finally came down to us and Penn State. But he picked he picked us over Penn State, uh, Oklahoma, South Carolina, and Maryland. And have you seen the uh, – one second, I'm about to sneeze. One second. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, here we go. <laughs> Round two. Okay, sorry. Excuse me. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, but when you see receivers, think about the receivers Oklahoma's had lately. Yeah, I'm gonna just say I'm gonna just say CD Lamb. There's a million other receivers that they've had for a receiver to pick us over over Oklahoma. It's a big deal, and it means because they've had so much success, because they've had so much quarterback success with their Heisman's two in a row, uh, excluding last year. People want to go and play for them. So the fact that we can get them uh, a kid over Oklahoma is a big deal, and it means he can ball because they would not be recruiting him if he couldn't ball. Exactly. Um, he's got size and he's got speed. Well, Hollywood Brown, uh, don't get it twisted. Hollywood Brown was also there at Oklahoma. Big-time kids. They only recruit big time. So we when we can steal one, hey, man, hats off to our recruiting class or our recruiting coaches. Exactly. Then we also picked up another recruit this week, a three-star or last week, or three-star offensive lineman Thomas Remack out of Brunswick, Ohio. We got a lot of Ohio kids in this 2021 cycle. He picked us over Wisconsin, Minnesota, Youngstown State, Cincinnati. Um, I put the high hitters early, obviously, in that case. But still, he picked us over two over two uh, schools that are on the rise. Wait, uh, wait, wait, wait. He picked us over Youngstown State? Yeah, over Minnesota, Wisconsin. There you go. <laughs> I know. Cincinnati and Youngstown State. The, the, the thing is, look, if you don't know anything else, 
sometimes people slip through the cracks and you have extra, you know, you have people who are good at identifying real talent. But um, one of the first things I usually do is go to look who else is recruiting them. So that's why that's important. So when you say Minnesota, Wisconsin, Wisconsin's good at picking up those players. Minnesota has been hot here lately the last five years. It's a big deal. I love P.J. Fleck at Minnesota personally. P.J. Fleck was my choice. Well, if we could Row have the anybody, boat. Row the boat. I love him. Uh, he was my choice if we could have had anybody at WVU. Of course, I love having Neil Brown, um, but I just big PJ. I'm a big PJ Fleck fan, so to beat him out was nice. Um, and his coaches talks about the fact that this kid Thomas Remack is a real nice kid. He's exactly what you want on your football team, but he flips the switch when he gets on the field and he becomes a monster, which is what you want. You want those certified monster, absolute animals that get up and get after it, serving up pancakes from that offensive line position. We saw last year how important the offensive line is, so it's really good that we're getting solid guys in there. Who can who can contribute in the near future? Now, I'm done talking about football unless you have something you want to say. You sorry, didn't? I just took a yeah. Sorry, I just took another bite. <laughs> <laughs> I got some just, food in front of me. Just can't sorry. help yourself. Just can't help yourself. Yeah, well, I just can't handle it. Yeah. Um, uh, talking about basketball, I don't know if you saw it, Jeremy, but Oscar Sheboy put out a video of him working out, and he was shooting. No, 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 no. We'll, we'll go back to that. I'm not done with football. What Two things got? I want to talk about. Let's talk about Sam James on the Athlon, uh, Athlon cover. That kind of surprised me, to be honest. And you know what? Dude was for sure a baller. Yeah, he was a it baller. Shot- I, I, Shocked me that he made it on on the front cover of Athlon Sports. Yeah, I didn't think there would be any Mountaineers on the cover of anything this year. Yeah, no, it really surprised me. But like the truth is, we've seen him play. Athletic, yeah. explosive, exciting. Like those but, are things you want. But if they're going to have somebody on the cover, I would have thought Darius Stills would have been on the cover. Mm, that's a good point. But he's, he's all been picked offense, first team all all defense for for all Big Twelve defense. Uh, by multiple outlets, he's been picked as a top draft draft prospect in the de- de- defensive tackle position. I would have thought Darius Stills would be on gracing the cover, screaming or something crazy like that. So it really did surprise me when I saw Sam James as the guy who was the cover boy. Six dig the long ball. Don't get it twisted. Not offense. I believe that's your favorite saying. You said it seven times already on this show. Just saying. I'm just saying. So so. So Sam James, Sam James is out there, and obviously he killed out as a freshman. He had big time stats, big time plays. We've seen his athleticism. We've seen how he can run past defenders. We've seen videos this off season about Sam James running routes. What? Well, what's the biggest thing that concerns you about Sam James? What concerns everybody? He drops too many passes. Yes, yes. This kid can be an All American. This kid has so much talent. He has potential and talent. I mean, he goes around people. This kid can ball. But when I'm watching videos, I don't want to see you running in sand. I don't want to see you running like certain routes. That's great. But when I see that, I think I know. You know what I want to see, Brandon? You catching balls off the jug machine. I want to see you catching balls off the jug machine. Because as many receptions as he had, he would have a lot more if he didn't drop so many passes and the strength in his arms. 
This kid has the potential to be a Belitnikov winner. And I honestly feel like he can get there at WVU. This kid's a monster. He just has to work on his concentration on bringing the ball in. I want to see him on a jug machine, son. I want to see him turning, catching balls see, I don't on think every I, single one of them. The jug machine doesn't do anything for me because I don't think I think it was more mental than it is the physical act of catching the football. And the jug machine, I don't think he really needs. I mean, I'm not saying it'll hurt him, obviously. I think it was a mental thing. Um, I could be wrong, but I, I thought it was a mental thing. I, I don't, it's the kind of thing I don't think you get fixed until you get reps, live action reps. Yeah, you know, I, you know, I feel and you. We know I feel that now you. they're allowed back on campus starting June 15th. And you know how I feel about the kid. Love the kid. We're just getting real talk here, man. Blitnikoff, you going to get to the Blitnikoff? Make sure you don't drop no ball, son. You have to wait and see. Is that it? Is that all you had to say about him? About yeah, that, that, no, that's all I had for, for football. Let's go back to Shebway, the dude. What do you think about him shooting threes like that? Did you see the video? I think everybody shoots threes in the summertime. What I love, though, is when I see a kid working hard, I feel like he can do it in games. Maybe not threes, but just be more consistent on his jump shot to make people respect him more. Because this kid is working so hard. You know what he reminded me of when I watched these videos? Who? Javon Carter. Somebody work ethic. Working, working, working. Hot, cold, doesn't matter. Inside, outside, deep. This guy is hungry for it. And you know what? Everybody we've talked to has said that. You were on an uh, interview with, who was it? Uh, trying to think. It wasn't Dexter. Who, who was it? Who said she was in the background right now working out? Oh, Truck Bryant. Truck. Yeah, Truck said that. He's like, he's in the gym right now. Seems like every time you hear about Sheboy, he's in the gym. Look at his body, no body fat at all, which represents the fact that he's committed. And then you watch these videos, and, th- and this kid is going in and out of routines and being hit with pads. And this is all a while why most people are just sitting at home. I love it. Like, if this is a representation of what it is going to be, I love it. It makes me feel driven. It makes me feel confident. Because they always say championships aren't won. I'm not saying we're going to win a championship. I'm just saying the mentality of it. Championships aren't won during the They're season. They're won in the offseason. And that's what Sheboy's doing. I love the hunger. I love the drive. Um, just like Javon Carter. Javon Carter, I don't think, was you know, super athletic. He wasn't more athletic than the person across from him. The thing that made him is his drive. So then you take somebody like Sheboy, who can rebound, who can jump, who does have that athleticism, athleticism, who does have that special gift, and you add in that Javon uh, Carter drive, man, I love it. I love it, and I am genuinely excited for the basketball season. Yeah, I'm curious to see what it's going to do, but I'm glad to see Sheboy putting his all in so far. Um, so I'm with you, Jeremy. I'm with you 100%. I love it. Uh, I love seeing him shoot the three because I like to see the versatility in the game, even if, uh, even if that doesn't become something he relies on. It's still there in the arsenal. Yeah, you um, got to respect it. If you you're out there, uh, look how many big men in the NBA. If that's what your goal is to make the NBA, look how many big men in the NBA you can step out and hit the shot. Well, you can hit the shot as a big man, it expands your entire game, and it makes you so much more dangerous and so much more valuable to a team. So that's big time. So big things going on for West Virginia uh, sports. It's looking better and better for the start date to happen on time, September 5th, WVU versus Knowles and Florida. Uh, Knowles of Florida State in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia. 
Jeremy, you going to that game? We'll see. Yeah, I'm still not sure if I'm going or not. I know they. I want to. I want to. I've thought about it. We'll have to see. But if we do, we'll certainly let you guys know. We'll let you know where we are, what we're doing, and uh, maybe we can link up with some some of you guys. Let us know what your plans are for this offseason and for the season coming up with an anchor message or tweet us. Get at your boys, however you feel, uh, whatever way you see fit. Podcast Network.